0: And every Wednesday at three thirty, we're joined by Dan Orlovsky of ESPN on the Harbor One Hotline. What's going on, Dan? We're we're uh, excited to kick off football season with you. Yeah,
1: no, it's great to be with you guys. I, I'm I'm so happy that we're actually into real games instead of the whole uh, assumption and guessing and hypothesizing world of the offseason. season. So uh, I'm excited for Wednesdays.
0: Okay, well, we're gonna have you uh, guess and hypothesize here one more time <laughs> before Week One. Why do you? Why do, why <laughs> do you? Start. Why don't you guess and hypothesize a little bit for us? on Mac Jones and the fit with Bill O'Brien this year, because we've debated it all offseason. I'm sure you've hypothesized as well. How do you feel the offense looks, not just compared to a year ago when it was a disaster, but compared to year one for Mac and and Josh McDaniels when it was competent?
1: Yeah, I would definitely say way more into year one. I think there's going to be three things that they'll try to major in. Uh, number one, the RPOs, the run pass options. Mac ran a lot of those at Alabama, super successful. a Decent amount of those his rookie year. Uh, I think it's it's twofold. Mac can do some of the pre-snap RPOs, which are a little bit more uh, the ones we've seen for 20 years in football. The numbers, you know, are are there more people near the football? Well, then we'll we'll throw something on the outside or a bubble. Um, are there more people in coverage? Well, we can hand it off. And then I think he can do some of the post-snap RPOs where you're reading rotation of defenders or is this linebacker filling or is the safety kind of coming down into the box? So I think you can do that. Uh, Number two, way more play action. I kind of harped on that. Uh, It felt like weekly last year of the, the lack of play action pass. I think the way I've kind of phrased it is the chunk play action game. Um, You know, the I'll say this, the chargers use them as an example. I think they, they have, Utilize a ton of play action this year as well, but that's going to be more to really push the ball downfield, big plays. I think Mac is a little bit more suited to the um, kind of sell it chunk chunk play actions where you're trying to hardball people vertically, and you get the 10 to 15, 20 yard throws. And then the third thing is the manipulation of formations with your receivers. You know, I think Mac excelled at his rookie year, and again in Alabama, kind of moving receivers into those what we would call number three spots, the receiver closer to the football, kind of a traditional tight end spot, uh, you, using those guys to kind of work the middle of the field because Mac's very good at it.
2: So, Dan, you started off mentioning the RPOs, and that was something that was so lacking with this offense last year. I'm wondering, though, uh, the way that you particularly described the post-snap RPO, is that something that he's gonna that Mac Jones is going to be able to execute? against pressure when you have an offensive line that is – I know this is across the league, but particularly here in New England, this offensive line has not played a lot together through training camp and preseason leading up, and there's a lot of questions here.
1: Yeah, totally. Good question. So, one, the offensive line, you know, when you're teaching offensive linemen RPOs, they really don't care about the P or the O. They care about the R. You know, good offenses and good offensive line coaches – Um, When it comes to the RPO, like those offensive linemen, you're just blocking the run, fellas. You're responsible for who you're responsible for, and you're blocking the run. It's the quarterback's job to make the decision and make the decision in a timely fashion. So for the offense, whether it's a run or a run run pass option for the offensive line, it shouldn't matter. I think Mac's capable of it. The biggest challenge is going to be this, I, I would expect. More often than not, defenses to line up and give them a, a fair amount of man coverage, knowing that they're not super dynamic on the outspi- outside. And most teams feel that they should be able to play physical and, and force tight throws, and the offensive line can't hold up a ton. RPOs were fundamentally brought into football to beat zone coverage. Uh, the way that defenses started to slow them down was to play man coverage because, you know, you're not, you're, there's really no one in conflict anymore. Um, the challenge for Bill and the challenge for Mac is going to be you want to run the RPOs, but you are going to have to build in man-beating pass concepts that are attached to that RPO. So instead of running just the slant, maybe you cut splits and you're running um, a slant with a, a flat route, um, a, a, a kind of pick route with a mesh route, a spot route with an out route. So just building in those man-beating concepts attached to the RPOs, I think that'll be the bigger challenge consistently rather than just the offensive line. Dan, you tweeted about a month ago that you think the Patriots are going to try and play the same style of football they played in the early 2000s. Would I, would I be right to assume that you're sort of calling their their style a little dated? I mean, that's sort of that's sort of how I took that. Is that what you were trying to – was that what you were getting at? Yeah, I mean, in in a way, I mean, if, it, it's also a little bit of like Captain Obvious in a way. I don't expect them to spread and shred you know, they don't have dynamic players on the outside that you're sitting there going, man, they got Tyree Hill and Jalen Waddell, or they've got Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis. So there's a little bit of reality. I don't think that they believe that they're going to be able to line up and throw it all, every, all over everybody. Um, there's also a little bit of that zig when everyone else, Zach's philosophy that New England has, you know, notoriously been under Bill and the league is spread out and the league is throw first. And there's not a ton of defenses that are built to handle smash Mouth football consistently, uh, at least teams that are capable of it. And so, you know, when they sign Zeke, you sit there and go, okay, you've got Ramondre, you're, you're adding Zeke Elliott, you haven't really brought in a wide receiver help outside of Juju. Are you just going to try to play great defense, which they should have a really good defense and try to, at least philosophically dominate the ground um, and be committed to that, and not waver from it, and be kind of situational in your pass game. I just think that's the, at least again the the trying to foreshadow what their offense is going to try to be.
0: Talking to Dan Orlovsky, ESPN joins us weekly here on Jones and Mega with Arkan every Wednesday at three thirty. What do you think it's going to be like for Mac with Brady in the building on Sunday?
1: Uh, um, I, you know, I would say very cool. I mean, you're, you're the person that, you know, has the opportunity to try and replace or try and replicate knowing you never can. And, um, I hope he's capable of at some point having that moment of admiration and uh, respect and, and kind of paying homage to not only Tom, cause he was a Patriot, but Tom, cause he was a quarterback and, um, then kind of using it as, Um, motivation, using it as focus to try to and go play in a style in a way that would make Tom proud or or make Tom kind of tip the cap to him and a little bit of respect.
2: Dan, why don't you wash your hair? (laughs) I'm looking at this tweet that you put out saying that Jason Kelsey says he only washes his hair once a month, and you're like, we became stepbrothers instantly. What's going on here?
1: Yeah. Well, it came from Kelsey's podcast because he was talking about with him and his brother, you know, is it okay to use shampoo as like soap when you're in the shower? And so my immediate reaction is like, absolutely, I've done it thousands of times. I don't, like, search out shampoo to wash myself with. I use a bar of soap. I don't use liquid soap because I'm a guy. I don't use a loofah because I'm a guy. Uh, But I use bar soap. There have been times. There have been times um when shampoo is the only thing available so I do that and then I honestly don't wash my hair that much uh 40 I've never had dangerous issues uh I only
0: really get my hair washed when I go get a haircut so wait um what I like it Dan I'm, you... I'm gonna get on this yeah. train I, I already I already yeah. only wash my hair every other time now now I I need to I need to get on this train
2: okay Hold on. I you... cannot
1: tell you the last time I I personally, in my shower at my house, washed my hair <laughs> easily before the summer.
2: So you're saying that you take shampoo and you use it on your body, but not your head? Like you, you look at the shampoo and you go, I'm putting this on the biceps, but not the head where it's meant to be.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I feel like that's <laughs> a pretty, pretty good synopsis of it, yeah. Okay. I don't do you, know if there's,
0: if there's any shampoo companies out there that want to sponsor this segment weekly. Uh, it's 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 uh, Never, all, yeah. all open, by the way. Is it
1: because you don't? The only time I ever smell is immediately after a workout. And then I shower and I'm good. Like, I'm not a stinky person, so I'm good. You know, my hair, I don't have flakes, I don't have dandruff. No issues. Is there some reason, like, do you think if you do, if you use too much shampoo, it's going to, like, make you go bald or something? Do you have, like, some sort of weird fear? Is that it? No, it's more just, like... It's not an issue, so I, I don't know. You know, like I, I, uh, I don't know if there's like a, an exact reason why. Just my hair's not gross. I don't smell. It's not disgusting. My body's not gross. So whatever it takes to like quote unquote clean it, like let's just get in it. The shower's in and out. I'm not. I'm not at the shower to like you know, spend a lot of time there. So there is no fear, though. No. Have
2: you ever been at no the barber where they, like, wash your hair and you're like, oh, my God, I'm a blonde. I didn't know. <laughs>
1: no. no, but I will say this. I go to a place called Westport Cut and Shave, and my guy Marvin cuts my hair. And after the haircut, they wash it, and they give me, like, a five-second temple massage, and it is the best five seconds in my life. <laughs> okay, so that explains the, uh, the the bathing. How do you explain your towel usage? Because that's something that I think everybody has to – that has to bother everyone. A big towel just hanging there for months at a time. Like, that's got to – just the mold that's going <laughs> to accumulate. It's got to bother everyone in your house. I don't – no, it, I don't think – I'm pretty sure we don't go for months. Um <laughs> I think probably once every, I don't know, I would say between two and four weeks, the towel probably goes in the shower, or excuse me, the laundry. When I shower, it's a quick shower. When I get out, it's a quick dry. Like I'm not, you know, my wife will walk around the bedroom for three hours in a towel, and I'm like, what are you doing? So I'm just. Shower, bing, 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 quick dry, and Let's go. Like we got things to
0: do. I gotta be honest. I, I, I it's I've like a been, whole new way of living. I, you know? I, I feel, I, I feel very uh, close to you right now. And the, the, <laughs> these, these uh, uh, stances that you have on uh, personal hygiene, I'm with you. Like it's like, uh, you know, yeah. I don't, we, maybe we can get into laundry habits later. This is something we talk about quite a bit. Uh, very, very interesting, I'm sure, Dan. But laundry habits we can get into uh, uh, along with some actual football questions next week when we're joined by Dan Orlovsky from ESPN. Uh, Dan, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. I'll talk to you next week, guys. All right. Dan Orlovsky, as all our guests, joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. It's like not a month, like, you know, four weeks. It's not <laughs> I, I totally look, different. Li- I'm not lying. I'm, w- I'm with him. I'm I'm with him. I can't. am i am not washing my hair every time. I'm not washing my towel all that much. And I'll wear a T-shirt a couple of times. I'm wearing a, t- a, t- a T-shirt. I'm not sweating through it. I'm popping it back in the drawer. I'll wear it again. I've probably worn this one before so for all I know. How
2: often do you get your hair cut?
0: uh maybe if i'm going well like every five six weeks
2: that's how often my guy gets his hair washed.
0: well he said no he said like once a month shower bing 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 quick dry and let's go tv guy they get their hair cut more often those tv guys they're like three or four weeks mm. like clockwork you know those poor people at espn gotta touch his hair after like a month Ugh. i do like the humble brag though of uh well you know i don't stink unless it's after a workout <laughs> i'm like well that's why i never stink because i never do that Dan
1: always says if you don't lift weights you don't get dates
0: well, he's going to be very excited, I think, for actual football uh, because uh, the, the the hypothesizing and the uh, personal hygiene questions, that was a, a good way to start, I feel like, week one here with Dan Orlovsky. We got to the bottom of it, though. 617 779 seven 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 We'll get back into your feedback, and we have our triple play at triple forty five next.